0: Bulimia sucks, but you don't, and here's why. The Bulimia Sucks podcast with Kate Hudson-Hall will teach you how to begin breaking through the multitude of thoughts, feelings, triggers, and urges to empower yourself to change your painful behaviors completely. You will hear proven strategies and solutions to help you in your recovery, including real interviews with real people. Kate has just released a new best-selling book called Anxiety Hacks, with proven techniques, tools, and tips to calmness. Check it out now on Amazon. And now... Another episode of Bulimia Sucks, the podcast.
1: Hello and welcome to Bulimia Sucks, because it does. So thank you for joining us today. These are real stories from people who are suffering or have suffered an eating disorder. So this podcast is about life with an eating disorder It's a platform for people to share relatable and uplifting and inspiring conversations based on bulimia and anorexia, the victories and the challenges. So episodes will include their personal stories of where they are now and their difficult journeys and their steps taken into recovering from their eating disorder. So our guest today is Jetty. So Jetty is a speaker and a model and a wellness advocate. As CEO of True Jetty, she uses her personal stories of invisible illness, bulimia, Lyme disease and depression to help women wake up from a life on autopilot and unapologetically go after their true desires. So welcome, Jetty. It's lovely to to have you join us today on the podcast.
0: Hi, Kate. I'm uh, honored to be your guest and uh, I love your show. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm happy to share my story because people, more people need to hear it and, and get out of the darkness, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Very kind of you, mm-hmm. so I'd mm-hmm. like to begin by I want you to uh, tell us about a funny story that you have experienced sometime in your life.
0: Well, actually it's for all my life right. <laughs> but when when I really get into laughing mode, which of course is a good thing, I, I really pee my pants. <laughs> <laughs> It, it actually has nothing to do with aging, because I, I did it as a child. I had a, one really, really good friend and from kindergarten. And she still is my friend. And she lives in the Netherlands, which is where I grew up. Now I live in Canada. And I remember one night, uh, I was like, I don't know 10 and we had to laugh so badly or so much and I just literally peed in their beautiful chair I couldn't (laughs) stop it and I thought that was funny too I thought I was the funniest person and but of course they didn't Uh, I mean yeah it's kind of embarrassing too right (laughs) I have a weird sense of humor sometimes. But uh, anyways, uh, she she still likes to be my friends. And of course, her parents weren't happy, but they were very easygoing and laid back. And same happened on a girl's trip to Vegas a few years ago. And we were almost at our room and we were laughing the whole day. And <laughs> I had to stop and uh, we, I, I just I couldn't. Well, it wasn't as bad as in the chair, but I still peed my pants a little bit. My funny story, I have a weird sense of humor and uh, I'm okay with that.
1: (laughs) Oh, I love it. I love it. Oh, dear me. (laughs) So we better not make you laugh too much here. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Better not. So, Jetty, um, tell us about your experience with bulimia. How old were you when it started and, and how long did it go on for? Um,
0: well, I started, it started when I was 18 in my uh, final year of uh, high school in the Netherlands, uh, preparing to go to law school in Amsterdam. And, uh, I, I, but, but quite honestly, it started at 16 when I started dieting, when, uh, you know, society had made me feel that my hips were too big. And, um, but I already started to seek comfort in food at the age of eight. Then I figured out that food gave me like warmth and it was just the substitution of all the things that I was missing in life. Okay. Um, but at 16, I started dieting and I figured out that, Hey, I, I look better when I, uh, when I'm slimmer or that's what I thought. And then at 18, I I figured out a way, hey, I can eat, binge, everything I want, and I can just uh, get rid of it. And I did that through vomiting and laxatives. Later in life, um, in my 30s, I started running and stuff. So I really started to use exercise too. Right. And the whole the whole bulimia thing ended when I was 40. I had my last episode. So it was 22 years, 22 but it was in, in periods. Yeah, it was in periods. Like I would, uh, stressful periods would really trigger it. I th- When I was later in my 20s, I became more aware of it, that it wasn't normal. So I tried with willpower to not, you know, to be, normal. Yeah. So then I had, uh, like, it wasn't like I was every day, not eat or binge eating some days, I would just eat normal kind of or some periods, and then it would come back. Okay. And at 37, both my parents passed away. And that really, uh, then I really realized that, something wasn't normal, you know, that it wasn't only willpower and being good with food, or then I realized that it was something deeper. And of course, I was uh, had to, I I was grieving as well. So, uh, but that started my journey on recovery that I started to look for professional help and programs. And then uh, at 40, I was bulimia-free. Uh, actually, wow. I, when I started the therapy, I did d- different things, but, but I was periods-free. But at four, 40, I was doing an Ironman, and I had a coach that wanted me to eat paleo and a certain amount of food, and I was so freaking hungry. <laughs> like, What did he want you to eat? Paleo, paleo diet.
1: so what is that I have heard of it I can't remember what it is
0: uh it's just all really natural like all all, uh, meats and veggies and uh no not a lot of starches and no dairy and no sugar and no uh yeah no no gluten uh yeah I think yeah very very strict you know um yeah I mean all good if, if you are eating paleo but um someone with an eating disorder history can't you know like mm-hmm. I need to have my ice cream sometimes I drink yeah. wine I eat chocolates um mm-hmm. I just need balance but so that's in a nutshell my bulimia but then from 40 to 46 I still suffered sometimes with you know the urge to binge eat right. and um And now I'm in a pretty good spot, but it's always like it's with alcohol addicts, right? If they reach, they can never touch alcohol again and we have to eat food. So it's just extra hard. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it's always kind of an awareness uh, in my head, right? Around uh, just being aware, recognizing, okay, why do I want food now?
1: Yeah. Out of the help that you had, what what was the most beneficial?
0: There was one local program here. I live in Alberta, Canada, and that was in Red Deer, Central Alberta. And it was from the health unit, so from government uh, institution. And I met a psychologist there. Well, I had a nutrition coach because I was athletic, and she helped me with my running, and she had bulimia too had had bulimia so it felt just very good and she she uh referred me to this uh, particular psychologist uh well there were helpful things and not helpful things but one thing that really stood out was that I for the first time I connected with my inner child with my little me and it was something I had wanted to say to my mother or something. And yeah, that that was a big one. And I never read, never heard anything about inner child. And then I did a co. Yeah, I learned about codependency, you know, and people pleasing and all that stuff. And yeah. that that was really powerful because then I realized, hey, it's not, a, a, it's not about the food at all. It's, it had to do with my childhood traumas and, and my parents and, and uh, just my perception, my beliefs. And um, yes. I think the one thing that really, really helped me was emotional freedom technique tapping. And I still I still do that. Um, I even want my, my teenage boys to do it.
1: So for the listeners, um, Jetty's talking about emotional freedom technique. So it's also known as the tapping technique, isn't it? Yeah. yeah so it's tapping yeah, on a yeah. routine of points while thinking about yeah. any negative feeling that you have and you can reduce that feeling down. So it's a, fan- it's a therapy in itself and it's working with the body's energy. So when somebody has a problem, whatever that problem is, there's a blockage in the body's energy. And by tapping on these Points which are meridian channel endings you can get that energy moving again so it's once you've learned I I love the FT so once you've learned the specific points then you can tap it at tap on any negative feeling you have at any time so you've always got it with you so it's a fantastic therapy to learn isn't it yeah, I love teenage, it. I love it that you yeah. use it, Jetty, and you're teaching it okay. to your, your teenage sons because everybody yeah. should be doing it, shouldn't they?
0: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I think so many people have something going on, you know, and mm. and don't even realize it or feel stuck in life. And yeah, yesterday I actually realized that um, I'm actually thankful for my bul- bulimia because. Because of it, I did so much therapy and I am so unapologetically being me now. I know myself and Mm -hmm. I'm going through my fears and it's all because of self-work. I think if you want to achieve big things in life and create your own life, you need help. Like you. Yeah. So I think, um, Yeah. I think it's very powerful. So, but yeah, I
1: think you're right as well. I feel the same. I feel, you know, even though I went through 15 years of anorexia and bulimia, you know, I wouldn't be where I am today, which is, you know, having worked as a therapist for the last 20 years, uh, if, you know, if I hadn't have gone through all that, because when I came out the other side, it was like, you know what, I want to be able to help other people how I've been helped And so, you know, as difficult as it may be for people right now, maybe, you know, well, in the future, they will change and be more attuned to their feelings and thoughts and beliefs and the negativities around them. So it'll make them a different person when they come out the other side. And they'll be such a more attuned, more grounded person. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I totally agree with
1: that. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Anyway, carry on. Where <laughs> one of the main therapies you said was the EFT, the emotional yeah. freedom technique. Um, and were there any other therapies that you felt really helped you move forward?
0: Well, there was more the codependency. Um, I, I did uh, a course how to ma- master your it ha- uh, master your life creating life like with energies and vibes and and getting rid of old beliefs i watched a lot of her free youtube videos and it's all about narcissism and codependency and who, who and i read that? her book who is it what's her name sorry uh, lisa a romano okay and she, you can find her on um, Instagram too. And uh, she has some good programs too. That's where I learned about all that stuff. And I read her book, um, The Road Back to Me, I think it was called. And I just so resonated with, I mean, her story was different than mine, but it so resonated. Yeah, like the 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 neglecting childhood kind of, and you know, parents with PTSD I don't think her parents had but um I just that and and she it it just felt so um so real to me and it just really yeah really connected with me and it's a very good program and uh yeah I do I'm in a membership uh of the tapping um group of women like we tap monday to friday at 10 a.m and if you can't do that you do the replay after but i i do it every day and i've done some uh, one-on-one work with her to you know to go deeper into the inner child and yeah. and deeper in other periods of my life you Makes know sense. um yeah so so i i still do that i sometimes journal i I really have strong boundaries. Uh, You know, I don't let toxic people in my life anymore. Um, I just, I really have blinders on because I have big goals and big visions and I don't want anybody to put me down or make me feel small. Uh, uh, I, yeah, I can't, then I'd rather don't have you in my life. I'm sorry that that sounds then selfish, but it's, I I Why would to you want them in your myself. life? <laughs> well, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah.
1: Oh well, yeah. Amazing. I love it. When you think back to before your bulimia started, and if you could tell some tell your that young you back then some words of wisdom, say what would you what would you say to yourself?
0: Uh, that's a really hard question. Yeah. <laughs> Good question. But um, I would say to myself, you know, um, and I think I have actually said that to my younger version you know, you're, you're safe now. Uh, everything will turn out right. You always meet the right people uh, that you need, and your life will turn out great, uh, exactly the way you want it. And don't worry too much. Um, but you know, yeah, it's hard for chil- children because they're so powerless, right? They mm. are so dependent on their parents and they can't ask for other help, really. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't I don't know. I I I literally did embrace the inner child in my heart and she's a part of she's a part of me and I give her hugs uh some days. Yeah, um you know, when something new comes up. <laughs> It's a never-ending story, right? Yeah, which
1: it always does, doesn't it?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It I've does. sorted that problem. Oh, here's another one. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, what advice would you give to somebody that's going through that, you know, that horrific experience with bulimia?
0: Number one, ask for help. You know, I, I've had people say, I, I've known people that, that said, oh, asking for help is weak. I'm strong. I'm, you know, I can do things on my own. But that's not true. When you ask for help, that's when you're strong, because then you're ready to, to face the problem. And, and that, that's really the number one thing is ask for help. Tell if, if you can't pay for someone tell, tell someone, tell a friend or, or someone that you trust. Uh, and and then maybe even find a solution together but nowadays with the um, social media and stuff it always gets a bad rep but for me it worked out great and there is so many free stuff to find on YouTube uh, too uh, but you have to choose your things of course but yeah. there's so many so resources you, is that
1: what is that what you did who did you choose to to tell who was the first person that you spoke to about your
0: oh it was my husband I've been married for almost twenty four years this uh this summer and uh he's an amazing guy and I still wonder how did I attract him (laughs) 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 but I did attract good things in my life uh beside the bulimia which like I said before I'm grateful for it now it's part of my path it's part of my life. But uh, I told my husband um, in my mid-20s, mid but of course he didn't know how to help me. There wasn't much known also. I think that time maybe Diana came.
1: Mm, that would be the same before... time that I had it, yeah. And there was yeah. no help out there.
0: You no, know. there wasn't. There was so, hardly any
1: books, and that right. and it was only when Diana started talking about it that yeah. people were, you know, opened up a little about it.
0: Yeah, a little. It it was then still slow, but yeah, he was the first one, and then I think um, when I was thirty seven, I told or thirty six, I told I was doing triathlons then, and I told a coach then I was I had become really skinny and I was racing triathlons. And then at some point, I couldn't take it anymore. And I told him and his wife was my friend. So that was the first time I kind of opened up about it a little bit. And then my parents passed away. So then I was ready to talk about it. Right. But you know, I always grew up in my family with if you're looking for help, from professionals, there was a lot of shame around it. You know, something happened in my childhood, too. And then I had to see someone from the government, a a, a worker, social worker or something, I think you call it. And I saw that person once and there was so much shame around it. My mother said, Oh, well, Let's let's go for ice cream instead instead of the help if you don't want to do it because yeah you probably don't need help so there was so much shame for me. It was me. very
1: much. It was it was very uh, absolutely. I can totally relate to that. I remember when I had to when I my mother finally dragged me to the GP and the GP he said to me he said well why do you make yourself sick and I yeah <laughs> I remember looking at him go what if I knew the answer to yeah. that. And then he sent me to a psychiatrist. And back in the 80s, going to see a psychiatrist for me and for a lot of people, it was as if I was, you know, really very mentally unstable.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: To go and see a psychiatrist. There was a big yeah. label on that. And I didn't tell yeah. anyone. I was so ashamed.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, t- I, t- I felt the same. And it was weak, and and I, uh, yeah, I would rather eat <laughs> than, than see someone, you know, like, yeah, I mean, we both show that it's the opposite, right, and I teach my kids now, too, my boys, that, you know, the last year was hard, and um, a COVID year, right, and I both hired them a psychologist online to to vent because I think all human beings need that.
1: Absolutely. I think everybody yeah. should be in therapy,
0: you know, we always so always- for them. Yeah. I want to make it accessible as, you know, yeah, what a luxury it is, right. That's, you should be thankful to get help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's always good. Like, I think you always should have some, at some point, like, you have to have somebody coaching you and, you know, help you grow again. I think that's very powerful.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, uh, uh, learning for us was when we, well, for particularly for me, when we were younger, nobody ever talked about their feelings or, 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 you know, what thoughts they were having. That was never talked about. Um, You know, even today, people aren't taught to express and talk about their feelings. And it's yeah.
0: you know, and it's something that we all need to learn to do. That like you have to honor your feelings and honor your anger and what it, all these things tell a lot. And that and and we should be taught about self-love, self-love first, because if you don't love yourself, yeah, I mean if you love yourself and, and protect yourself and take steps for yourself, you're a better person person and your environment get, gets better too.
1: So, so Jetty, so tell the listeners now where you are now today uh, with regards to the eating disorder and, and your life overall and what mm-hmm. your goals are for the future.
0: Um, well, I'm in a good spot. Um, like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I really learned to love myself and accept myself and just be me, like uh, I call it my effort factor. I'm not sure if I can say the effort on your show, but um, like really, I literally said, you know, effort to all the opinions of others and people that see me grow and don't like it. Well, sorry, but this is my life. And I really learned to stand up for myself also in my family and, um, we even, you know, last year we bought a condo in the Rocky mountains and that's where I'm going every single weekend, oh, you know, know either that. alone or with my boys or, some, or with my husband. Um, I'm, I making new friends there. Uh, yeah, You know, that's kind of, and I live on a farm now uh, in central Alberta you know, I'm not really a farm girl. So that house in that little vibey town, with lots of patios and active people that that's really my, you know, my dream and my life. And I was finally like, yeah, okay, hear me and see, see me. Okay, I'm here. I have a voice. And yeah, that's where I am. And I really learned to live in my go after my desires. You know, when you Start loving yourself, you also learn to know what you really like in life. You know, for somebody that's teaching or nervous, a nurse being a nurse in healthcare, or being a, a therapist like you. And for me, it's uh, being a model, an influencer, and, and a speaker. And I also, I'm also a makeup artist, I did that in the Netherlands. In Amsterdam I'm personal trainer and wellness coach I did that in my mid 40s you know all these things together is is in my brand now and, and I have big dreams and I believe in myself and I have a good team of people around me and my husband is very supportive of yeah. all my goals and what are your big goals well, I want to have a big following on Instagram. Um, it's going good. I want to work with uh, with high-end designers because I've always loved, loved designer clothing and always started when I was really young. <laughs> and um, yeah, I love beauty and makeup and I love empowering women women. And you know, life's not over when your kids are grown up. Life's not over when you're turning 50, or 60. Uh, and, and I always believed I wasn't good enough. I wasn't good enough to be a model. I wasn't good enough to speak. But uh, deep down, I know I liked to be in the spotlight. But those things kind of were always punished was when I was a child. Right, I always wanted big things, and that wasn't good because, as people, we don't do that. You know, uh, mm. that's not for us people. Mm. Uh, and 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 I'm, I let go of those limiting beliefs and um, working on those every day. And mm. yeah, I'm showing up. I'm doing the work. Uh, so are you I doing have modeling now? Yeah, I just got accepted into an agency, actually. Uh, Amazing,
1: I love it. Were you doing the modeling before?
0: No, I wasn't. No, I did, did then. I'm doing for two years. I did my three years, started to build my Instagram. I learned how to create content. I learned how to make good pictures with lighting from my wonderful agent in Washington, D.C., So I'm learning all these things, but I like modeling too. I have done sessions with photographers. Yeah. um, With some different ones now. And I have to do actually two photo shoots, one in April and one in June for my rebranded new website. And then um, yeah, the, the modeling agency accepted me and, uh, but that's not my main thing. I, 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 like to develop my own brand and really, Work directly with uh, with some big, big famous brands, but of course, um, overnight success is like eight years of work, right? It's it's like hard work and showing up every day and being consistent and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, things are going well, and right now I'm also applying to be on Sephora uh, influencer team. So
1: okay
0: what about with
1: regards to bulimia eating patterns now?
0: That's pretty good. Um, I'm, uh, actually I'm eating a lot. Um, and, and I was actually helping women lose weight as a wel- wellness coach. And I was just surprised in general, how little women eat like, um, and, um, yeah, I I, I still love food. and Mm -hmm. I enjoy it. And I enjoy my wine when I'm in the mountains. And, you know, my my fries. And um, mostly, I would say, I eat like healthy five days a week or four days. And then I have treats. And yeah, and, um, and usually I dine out one night a week, and I have whatever I want. And yeah, it's going good. But it's always it's always like you, you know, like you go to the gym. And w- once you stop, your muscles start to your body start to change. And I feel that that's with, you know, the healing journey and setting boundaries for yourself and awareness around food. It's the same thing. It's, it it's important to keep on going, like doing something that resonates with you, whether it's journaling or meditation i listen to affirmations every night i love it and then i doze off into a deep sleep i i do a lot of things because i enjoy it and it just makes me strong and i am rising up in life and doing you know i'm breaking through my fears and yeah i'm i'm in a good good spot but i think that i always have to be a little bit aware of you know um being tired, being exhausted is a trigger. Right. uh, For me. And so I have to say to myself, okay, I have to take a nap now because otherwise you'll end up eating. And, and, you know, now I'm to the point that, you know, I can stop and just say, okay, enough. Uh, Because sometimes you just eat too much, right. Or you're distracted or Uh, So I feel that for me, it's always kind of an awareness around it. And and I'm okay with that. I'm totally okay with that.
1: Yeah. I love the fact that you can now stop eating. Yeah. Yeah. Tuning into, okay, well, you know, yeah, I may have eaten a bit more, but I'm okay now. I can stop.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's incredible.
1: So how do you do that?
0: well i i noticed, <laughs> i noticed that you know that first is it a chocolate feeling that you really have?
1: good is it is it a feeling that you have you know you've got to stop or is it a thought or an image or
0: no i just i just get full now you know where to as before I would be full too and would just eat until I was sick right literally couldn't eat anymore and I just don't like that feeling anymore you know that that sickening feeling but I also go inward and ask, okay, what's wrong with, what's, what's wrong? What's really, what's really upsetting you? Did some, someone say something or, yeah. uh, or did I, you know, up until recently I would even, when, for, for example, my husband would be grumpy, I would be, uh, I wouldn't like that because it, I was like, well, that interrupts my energy, but I, I, You know, I have to learn. Like, no, I'm not dependent on that (laughs) (laughs) effort. It's my energy and my mood. So it, it, I just have to go inward and ask, okay, what, what is it, or what are you worried about, or did, are you too busy, or what do you need? What do you need right now? Do you need a nap or take a bath or, Yeah. um, yeah, it's just that awareness and also the knowing that tomorrow you won't feel good if you just eat with you know just just eat eat eat
1: yeah and it's asking yourself it's it's kind of stepping back isn't it and realizing that this is your old pattern yeah yeah and so it's it's stopping at that point and saying okay i can see this is my old pattern and what feelings am I trying to change? Like you say, what is going on? You yeah. know, what am I worried about? What am I thinking? It's like actually asking yourself. So, what feelings? You know, this is my pattern. What feelings am I trying to change here? Yeah. And then, yeah, and addressing those. And then, you know, like you say, going and having a bath or do, giving yourself some sort of comfort. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well Jetty, thank you so much for sharing your your story and and explaining where you are now. So how can people find you?
0: Yeah, best best way is uh, through Instagram, and I think you post the links before, but it's true yeti T-R-U-J-E-T-T-Y. Right. and I'm always telling my truth. <laughs> I have uh, no filters, (laughs) unfiltered, I talk about everything. Uh, I also have an email list. Um, I email my audience like once or twice a month. I'm not overloading with emails, but I tell my stories, share stories or whatever comes up or uh, something of makeup or beauty related or fashion related or yeah, or or I, I talk about tapping or whatever. I want to share I, I share through my email uh through my email list so those are two ways and my website can be reached uh as well true yeti.com okay it's not completely finished yet but um it is it is live it's rebranded totally with my you know new new career and everything
1: so yeah so excellent okay so and i will be posting the links to your website and instagram and thank you jetty so much for joining us today and it was great to have you on
0: yeah thank you so much uh, for being a guest on your show and for interviewing me and uh, yeah yeah thank you so much Thank 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 you
1: so well that's all for today today's episode of bulimia sucks so Thank you to everybody for listening and joining both of us here today. Join us again on the next episode of Bulimia Sucks. And make sure that you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes so you never miss an episode. Plus, if you haven't already heard about it, check out my book, Bulimia Sucks, which is on Amazon, to learn many different techniques to help help you to begin to break those negative behavior patterns. And thank you for listening to Jetty and I. And before you go, show us, show us some love for your favorite podcast um, by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. So thank you very much, Jetty. And I look forward to speaking to you all again really soon.
0: Bulimia sucks, but you don't. Kate has just released a new best-selling book called Anxiety Hacks, with proven techniques, tools and tips to calm this. Check it out now on Amazon.